ask yourself, what are your non-negotiable daily method of operation? So what are the things, instead of saying, I'm going to speak to 20 people a day, I'm going to do an hour workout a day, I'm going to read nine books today, I'm going to do all of this, instead of going crazy and setting yourself up for failure, honestly, think about how you can break it down and do little bits to help all of your goals, but something that's achievable and manageable that you can do every single day. So ask yourself, what are your non-negotiables? What are the things that you know you have to do every single day consistently to get to where you wanna get to? Hey everyone, it's Carly here and you're listening to episode 16 of the Made For More podcast. And today I'm gonna bring you a little cheeky solo number. I hope you've liked my interviews recently. I really love interviewing people and I just love getting a real mix of stuff. I try and get a little bit of mindset, a little bit of practical tips because you know there's no point in having a rock solid mindset if you're not doing the action. But then likewise, there's no point in doing a load of action if you've got a really crappy mindset as well. So I really try and find that mix, but also I just have a lot on my heart that I want to share with you. And today I'm actually batch creating a load of content at the moment. So this is a really good tip for anyone who's thinking, oh my God, how do you do so much? Like how do you do a podcast or how do you do like YouTube content creation and do all this other stuff and it just feel like you know you're always creating content and the, you know the, the best thing to do and this is what I found is that allocating a set amount of time for your content creation makes such a massive difference because I mean I'll be honest with you I'm not gonna put a face on every single day <laughs> nine times out of ten got no makeup on I'm in my loungewear and I'm not really Instagram ready so if I'm gonna be whacking out a load of reels I want to do it when I've got my face on looking looking all right do you know what I mean so it's really good to just set aside time and say right today I'm going to create loads of reels or today I'm going to do my IGTVs and then in terms of podcasting I find that the more I do it the more I get into it and I kind of get in my flow and I relax and I breathe slower and I don't do that crazy nervous swallow thing <laughs> it's so funny whenever I am um, I send my podcast off to my editor I've got an amazing editor her name's Misha and um, bless her I always send her off my, my podcast I get really excited and giddy and then I end up doing this like weird nervous swallow thing and I'm like um, if there's any like really gross nervous swallows can you just edit them out <laughs> bless her she just got to go through with me swallowing aggressively in her in her ears so yeah creating I'm creating loads of content today I'm really excited about it and the first episode I'm going to bring you is about how to handle overwhelm and I have found myself a lot very overwhelmed because I kind of I, I, I tend to thrive doing a lot at the same time when I was building my business in the early days I was laying in bed last night and I was talking to Kurt and I was saying are you so glad that I'm not like as mentally unstable as I was in the beginning <laughs> because when I first started bless him literally once a month I would have a full freak out meltdown like it was all too much and I was doing so much work and I wasn't making any money and financially I was just like crap and I would just have these full like bratty meltdowns where everything just got on top of me and I wish I knew then how to handle those moments of overwhelm like I do now but I've definitely learned these skills from years and years of just pushing it a bit too far sometimes and getting to a point where I feel like I'm going to crumble. So now you'll be happy to know I, I only have these moments probably 
once every six months now. But the great thing is I've learned how to recognize it and I've learned how to, you know, just really make sense of my mind in that moment. You know, when you're so overwhelmed and there's so much going on, you just feel like your brain is a blur. I've really learned how to kind of manage that. So I wanted to share my little tips with you today. If anyone is listening to this and you also get moments of overwhelm, I definitely think in the early stages of, you know, entrepreneurship or building a business, especially it's the hardest and you're most prone to overwhelm because you're also probably, you know, having a full-time job. You also maybe have like loads of kids at home and you can't afford to get any help with your kids or, you know, at this point when you're trying to do really start up your business and get it off the ground. It's normally when you have a million other things on your plate. So yeah, I really hope that these things can help you. So the first thing to think about is to really identify what your warning signs are that you're becoming overwhelmed and you're perhaps getting a little bit stressed. So for me, I have really physical responses to stress. I don't really know when this started, but I know that I actually have a tiny, I get like a rash on my back, on my lower back, and it's like a circle and it just comes up and it's every single time that I'm stressed or I'm not looking after myself properly or I've got a lot going on, that pops up and it's just a little indicator for me to be like, okay, hold up, like, you know, you're pushing it a little bit too far. And also my my body actually hurts. I don't know if anyone else feels this, but when I get really overwhelmed, I get really overstressed, my, my body hurts, my muscles ache, my joints ache. And again, I have a really physical response to stress. Now, everyone is going to be completely different and your, you know, trigger point is going to be completely different, but it could be something like you get a cold sore. That's always a really good sign that you're you're stressed or you're not looking after yourself or or you're not sleeping. You know, you're going through, you know, you're about a week in and you're still not sleeping properly. You're really really restless or you may even be like emotional eating as well. That's a, another really key thing whether it means that you've stopped eating and you're you're really under eating and not nourishing yourself or you're stress eating and you're mindlessly, you know, just filling yourself with rubbish just to kind of keep going. So those are all kind of real good insights into where you're at mentally and maybe you need to just have a look and reassess what you're doing. Okay, so first thing to do when you're when you recognize that you're stressed and you're overwhelmed, you're thinking, oh my God, I need some help. I One of my favorite things to do is to compartmentalize what's actually going on. So you can either draw this out or I actually just do it in my head, but I just take a little moment and I create like a spider chart in my head. So I take one area that I'm that I'm working on at the moment is an area that I'm stressing about and I put that into like a little bubble above my head. Then I take the other area and I put that into a little bubble. And it's always, you know how you draw it out and you've got a line and then a bubble and then the thing in the area. And I do that for all of the things that I'm dealing with at the moment or the things that I'm trying to handle. And I don't know I don't know if anyone does this. This might just be an insight into my crazy mind, but I associate colors with lots of things. So sometimes if I if there's a task and it's, you know, particularly causing me stress or I don't feel good about it or I kind of see it as a color, I see it as like red or if there's a task that you know, it's like a real joyful thing and it's going to bring me joy and I I really am excited about doing it. Sometimes I see it as yellow. I don't do that purposely. It's just a part of how my brain is wired. Be interesting to know, actually, if anyone else has that, please let me know. (laughs) I don't want to know if this is just me. I do it with people as well. Sometimes if I think of a person, that person is a colour. 
sometimes it's associated to like how I feel about that person or what their personality is like but yeah like my mum is a yellow she is a yellow personality anyway in her character but when I think of my mum as a yellow she's yellow to me because she's like it like brings me joy do you know what I mean? Anyway, that's just like a little ramblings about the, the craziness of my head. But if anyone does do that as well, I'd be really interested to know. But anyway, so back to our spider chart. So you create your spider chart. And the reason why this is brilliant is because a lot of the time you can think that you're juggling like nine things and you're just, you know, so much going on and you're like, oh God, I've got so much going on. But when you actually draw it out, whether it's mentally or actually on paper, you think, oh, it's actually only three main things or it's actually only two main things that I'm really dealing with here. I'm just making it way more messy than it needs to be. And this is really interesting because a lot of the time, the things that are causing us the most distress and the things that are stressing us out the most and things like that are actually things that have happened already. It's not things that we need to do or we need to you know, achieve or accomplish or get done, it's actually stuff that's happened already and we're overthinking it. You know, maybe you're you're carrying guilt about what's happened or yeah, something's just not sitting right with you about what's happened, but it's actually happened already. And so that can't go in your little bubble spider chart because there's nothing you can do about that. You physically cannot do anything about what's already happened. So that doesn't go in the spider chart because it's absolutely pointless. It's just going to sit there with no kind of solution at all. So if there are things like that that you recognize and you think, oh God, yeah, that's happened already, but it's really stressing me out and it's really playing on my mind, then do a little bit of like internal work on that. Whether you do like a meditation or whether you create an affirmation around it or whether you just try and think about what happened in a rational state and not an emotional state and just think okay cool so that happened I didn't like how that worked out I didn't like what I said I didn't like what they said I didn't like what happened how can I make peace with that and what I find is that whenever something's happened perhaps it's hurt me or I didn't react in a way that I wanted to I just try and find peace in it in taking a learning from it so if I think okay cool so what can I learn from that situation I learned that in that moment I was mega reactive and I should have just taken two moments to just have a little think about how I actually felt, then that's fine. You can find peace with that situation because it's taught you something and you've got something good out of that situation. The things that kind of lay on our heart and the things that we find really hard to let go of are when we can't find any meaning or any sense in it. So just take a little moment, like I said, meditate on it, really think about what it is that's causing you the most distress or you know harm about what happened. But then ultimately you have to let that go because... That's in the past now and you have to look to the future. Okay, so thirdly, when you've got your spider diagram, you look at your areas and then ask yourself, what is the bit that's causing you the most distress now? So these are all future things that you need to do. These are on your to-do list and you need to get these done. What's the area that's causing you the most stress? And nine times out of 10, the task that is causing us the most stress is actually to please someone else. It's not actually because it's going to help your life or progress your career or progress your business or help your family. It's because you've probably said yes to something that you didn't want to say yes to or you knew that you didn't really have the time or the energy to say yes to, but you did it because you were people pleasing and you just didn't want to let that person down. So you've kind of, you feel guilty. You feel guilty that you're letting that person down or you're stressing about it and 
this is a real key one to look at. And like I said, this is nine times out of 10 is this one that causes you the most distress because you don't want to disappoint someone or you don't want to let someone down. But the best way of getting around this, if you if you genuinely have got so much other stuff on your plate and there is stuff that needs to be done and you just don't have time to do this thing for someone else, you just have to talk to them. Because a lot of the time, someone will only ask you to do something if they think it's possible for you to do it. If they knew that you were mega stressed and mega overwhelmed, you were juggling a load of million other things, they probably wouldn't ever ask you to do it. But if you kind of got into the habit of being this kind of, everything's okay, everything's dandy, I'm surviving, I'm thriving, I'm absolutely loving life. If you've got into that place and you're not really being honest about, oh my God, I've got so much stuff going on at the moment, then that's probably why people are asking you to do stuff. And the best thing to do is just talk to them and explain that you'll do it when you can. So say, I'll give you an example. So when I was doing my, a little while ago, I was doing a big training at our big, a big conference. And I was really nervous about it. It was a big training that I, you know, in front of like 3000 people. And I hadn't ever spoken in front of that many people before. And I was nervous. But also at the same time, I was training for my first bodybuilding competition. And it was actually the day after my speech that I needed that I had my first competition. So it's really in the height of, you know, there's there's some real like high emotional things going on there. And someone had asked me to do a call for them. And because probably my ego was thriving, thinking that I was juggling all this stuff at the same time and I was, you know, such a superhero, I was like, yeah, 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 I'll do it. And then I found myself in that moment getting really overwhelmed because I knew that getting up that morning, I needed to go to the gym and get my last training workout in. But I also had to do this call and I didn't have time to do that call. And I just didn't have the the energy or the focus. And I was stressing about what to do and I hadn't prepared. And so in that moment, I just had to message and say, hey, babe, look, I will totally do this call for you. I will 100% do it for you. But A, I'm mega stressed at the moment and my energy is not going to be in the right place. It needs to be. But if you can just give me a month, if, if there's any way you can get someone for this month, I'll do it for you next month. And it just, as soon as I said that and just said the truth of how I was feeling and prioritized stuff, Honestly, it was like a weight lifted off my shoulders and I felt so much better. Just making that tiny decision felt like everything else moved into place. It's not like I just like miraculously did all the tasks on my to-do list, but just making that tiny switch created space and created energy for other things. So yeah, so really think about whether you've said yes to stuff because you're trying to please someone and just just ask that person if it can wait. If it's not a priority, say, I'm so sorry, I've taken on a little bit much at the moment and and this is a real key tip as well, is to whenever you're saying that there's something you can't do, naturally, we always feel guilty about that. And we feel like we're letting someone down. So always say what you can do. So you can say, I'm so sorry, I can't do it this month. But what I can do is I can do it for you next month. Or I can't do this. I can't get this ready for you in time. But what I can do is I can get it ready and you know completely perfect for you in two weeks time. So whatever that task is, let them know a what you can't do, but then what you can do. So leave it on on you know what you are doing for them. Okay. So number four, you've got your spider diagram, and now that you've hopefully eliminated one area that can just wait a little bit that isn't going to actually you know, benefit you and progress you and get you to go where you need to go. Now you're going to see what needs to happen first. So again, these things that we need to get done in our head, they all have a different timeline. But when we are overwhelmed, we seem to put them all in the same bucket and we give them all the same timeline. So we're thinking right now, 
I need to tackle all of these things right now. And that's just not the case, to be honest. So what physically in your diary needs to be done first? So say, for example, this is a terrible example, but say, for example, one of your kids needs to get in a science project. I'm actually dreading this this time, by the way, when Frankie comes home and he's like, I need to make a... uh, um planets of the oh god I don't even know I see this is how much I know about science I don't even know how to give you a good example of a science project but anyway yeah so say for example you need to get in your kids science project by Monday you've got two days to do it so that is obviously the first thing that needs to be done because the other things on your in your spider diagram they are actually due in later that you know the deadline for them is a little bit later in the calendar So that bit goes in first. Then you look at the next task and you say, okay, I have to write a training speech and I need to be, that needs to be emailed over by Wednesday. Okay, cool. So that goes in the next chunk. And then what you're actually going to do is get a calendar and write in the tasks that need to be done with the deadline date. Because again, you're going to know that when it comes to, right, what am I doing in this next couple of days? Your sole focus is getting that science project in. And then as soon as that's done, your sole focus is getting your training done. And then as soon as that's done, your sole focus is whatever the next task is that you need to do. Everyone's business is going to be so different. I'm just giving you a little example of things that you can do. You know, maybe there's a course that you're doing at the moment. You've taken on a course because you really want to learn some more. And actually the deadline for that really could be the end of the month. You don't have to get this done right now. We go through seasons in our life when, you know, we have more on our plate or less on our plate. And if right now you are in a high season of stuff that needs to get done, then things like courses or things like, you know, maybe an extra bit of personal development that you're taking on, that that can move a little bit. You can still do it, but just set a realistic deadline for yourself. So get a calendar and put those in. A really good way of doing this, I've actually got a massive, I painted one of my walls in my office with blackboard paint. So I actually just draw on that every month and I write down everything that I need. But you could just get a big wall diary or if you actually have a paper diary that you like to look at. Um, but just make that really visual and, you know, map out each thing and when that needs to be done. Okay, so then number five is you're going to break it down. So each of those individual tasks, you're going to break that down even further. So because it was such a stellar example, I'm going to use the uh, the science project example again. So say, for example, you need to get this science project in, right? And so you could say this needs to be in by Monday. So how are we going to break this down? This morning, we're going to decide what that project is going to be about. Then... Tonight, I'm going to go to the shop or while while the kids are at school, I'm going to go to the shop and I'm going to get all of the stuff to make that science project. Then tomorrow, we're going to get up and we're going to do a little bit, but then in the morning, then in the evening, we're going to all sit down, we're going to have dinner and we're going to get the science project done. We're going to make it really fun and do it all together as a family. And then on Monday, it's ready to get going. So it's not a case of like, we need to get this done. And that's one whole project you break each section down so even if you're saying that you know if if I'm saying I need to write a training speech I'm not going to say I need to write a training speech I'm going to say okay so this morning I'm going to I'm going to decide what that training speech is about and then this afternoon I'm going to sit down and bullet point what areas I want to cover and then tomorrow morning I'm going to get up and I'm going to start writing the first half of it and then by the end of the day I'm going to proofread it make sure I've got everything that I want edit out the bits that I don't want and then the next day it's ready to go so breaking it down like that makes it so much more manageable and if you are mega busy and you can only spare 20 minute increments in your day that's a brilliant way of achieving a lot just schedule in those 20 minute slots that's a really really important thing so don't just 
think, right, I'm going to get this done in the next couple of days, actually schedule it in as if it's a doctor's appointment or as if it's something else really, really important. Get those slots in your diary and allocate that slot for the exact activity that you want to get done in that time. And then, like I said, don't focus on the other tasks until the deadline needs to be there because a task is going to take whatever time you give it. If you've got, I mean, it's like the school holidays, isn't it? You know, when you get your, when you're at school and then you get given your homework for the summer holidays, some people do it straight away. Some people do it last minute, but ultimately it could take you all summer if you wanted it to. And if you give a task two days, it's going to take you two days. If you have just two hours to get a task done, you're going to get it done in two hours. So it doesn't matter that you're thinking this is a really big task and I've only got two days to get it done. If I, if I only start it on Wednesday, you'll get it done in that time because you need to get it done and you can just break it down in those incremental chunks to get done what you need to get done. And then number six is to reflect and reflect on this period of time. Like I said, the only way to make sense of anything happening and everything, anything, any kind of like tough period that we go through, the only way to make sense of it is to reflect and learn from it and be better in the end. And how can you have a little think, how can you stop this happening again? How did you get here? You know, what was it that really got you to this point of feeling like you just took on too much? And what normally happens for me is that I just get a bit excited and I try and take on too much. So a perfect example of this is in the summer this year, we just got out of our first lockdown and I was feeling really motivated. I was really excited and I wanted to get my my body looking good. I wanted to get my business like thriving. Obviously, I was launching my podcast. And so I set all these audacious goals for myself every single day. I took on a training program. I also took on a fitness training program. I also took on a business coaching program. I also launched my podcast. I said that I was going to do like this amount of reach outs per day for my for my network marketing business. I also threw a party for my entire team in my garden. There was like loads of us and I was just going, I mean, it was turning into like sweet 16 party. I was getting really carried away because I just wanted it to be the best ever. And I just found myself at that point of complete overwhelm because I'd just gone a bit too balls to the walls, to be honest. And <laughs> I got really excited really quickly and took on too much. So ask yourself, what are your non-negotiable daily method of operation. So what are the things, instead of saying, I'm going to speak to 20 people a day, I'm going to do an hour workout a day, I'm going to read nine books today, I'm going to do all of this, instead of going crazy and setting yourself up for failure, honestly, think about how you can break it down and do little bits to help all of your goals, but something that's achievable and manageable that you can do every single day. So ask yourself, what are your non-negotiables? What are the things that you know you have to do every single day consistently to get to where you want to get to? And then next to that, you can write your little Brucey bonuses. So the extra things where you're like, okay, I probably can't commit to that every single day, but if I can do that three times a week, then that'll be amazing. So have your non-negotiables and have your Brucey bonuses. Because when times do get a bit crazy, perhaps your your job ramps up and the stress of your job takes over for a little bit. Perhaps you have some family stuff going on and that needs your attention for a bit. Or perhaps your kids are going crazy or perhaps you're just not very well. You know, you go through a period of time where you're you're not really feeling great. If you've got your non-negotiables where you can say, 
regardless of what goes on, I know I can manage that, then get that in, tick that off every single day and then just see where you can add in those Brucey bonuses because I guarantee you're going to feel so much better. You're going to feel so much more in control of what you're trying to achieve. You're going to feel in control of your mindset, but also you're going to feel amazing about yourself if every single day you're ticking off those non-negotiable daily method of operations. You're going to feel amazing and you're going to feel like you can achieve anything. If you're setting yourself these massive goals and a week in you've failed and you've not done any of it, then you're going to feel absolutely crap about yourself. And like I said, we are in control of how we feel about ourselves. So I really hope that's helped a little bit and yeah if you do find yourself in those places of overwhelm a talking to someone is really important I always talk to Kurt well to be fair Kurt always knows anyway because he normally sees me like staring into a corner (laughs) I get this like really I get like a stress mouth you know like a like a it goes my my lips go really small and really tight and I'm like stressed (laughs) if you could see me right now I'm actually doing the mouth but none of you can see me but yeah he always knows when I'm stressed but yeah so just talk to someone really try and identify the, the the kind of the trigger warnings the things that your body is saying hold up We just need to slow down a little bit and then definitely do that spider diagram in your head and see what is actually going on. See what is really important right now. See what you're doing to please other people. See if it is 13 things you're trying to juggle or if it is actually only two things, but you've made other things huge in your head. You know, it's it's really important thing to do and you will get better and better at it and you'll find your your way of handling it but I really hope those little tips have helped you a little bit so if you have enjoyed this I really hope you have please take a screenshot and add it onto your insta stories and add me at Kylie Myers Lifestyle and at Made For More Pod and of course like I always say the podcast reviews really do mean such a lot to me so if you can head over to Apple Podcast leave me a five-star review take a screenshot of it email me at admin at carlymyers.com then every single month I'm going to be doing a giveaway for a free coaching call and I really would love to connect with you one-to-one thank you so much guys I hope you found this helpful and I can't wait to catch up with you soon bye guys